together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 5, verse 5. Simon said in reply to Jesus, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing. But at your command, I will lower the nets. I would like us to look at what is going on in the life of Simon Peter. We know in the scriptures that Simon Peter was probably a a family man. We hear of his mother-in-law, and so we can easily presume that he was a married man who probably had his own family and who probably had his own business. In chapter 5 of the Gospel of Luke, we hear that Simon Peter and some of his friends had gone fishing, but they caught nothing. And the first thing that I want to talk about is working tirelessly, giving of yourself and working hard, hoping to achieve the the, the fruits or the good results. And how does one deal with the failure of not being able to achieve that which one has worked so hard in trying to achieve? Having invested so much of your time, so much of your energy, and so much of your emotions into something, what do you do when it doesn't pay it back? What do you do when you have invested so much into a relationship where you have sacrificed the Lord, hoping that the other person can respond with great love and with great affection, but only to find that the other person has just walked away and left you hanging, as it were? What do you do when you have invested so much in your time, in your studies, and you go for your exams, and at the end of the term, when you are waiting for the results, the only thing that you find is that you have failed the cause. And so I'm looking at Simon Peter, who has worked all night long, and I can experience and anticipate the expectation that he has when he believes that he should have received and he should have caught a number of fish but he goes and he's able to talk to Jesus and he says to him we have failed we have not achieved that which we had wanted to do I'm reminded of Jesus in the gospel of John chapter 15 when he says I am the vine you are the branches and so one of the greatest things that I think We need to go back and to realize and to remember about our lives and about the work that we do is that no matter how much we work and how much we try, there seems to be a great connection with our relationship with Jesus. If we see Jesus as the vine and we see ourselves as the branches, then we should always strive to keep ourselves connected to God. And no matter what happens in our lives, if we can keep that connection alive, then we are guaranteed that we will continue to strive as best as we can in our own lives. Going back to the gospel of Luke chapter 5, we continue to look at the life of Simon, who goes to Jesus, who pours out his heart, who shares with him his pain, his frustrations, but above all, his failures. He's able to open up and he's able to say they have worked all night long. They have given their best. 
but their best seems not to have worked. How do I look into my own life? At the end of my life, can I still look at myself and look at those around me, look at God, and be grateful for the life that I have lived? One day I was having an interview with some of our young people and I asked him, what is your greatest fear? And this young man looked at me and he said, Father, my greatest fear is to die having lived my life to the full. And when I got back home, I looked at that comment and I reflected about it. And I was asking and wondering how many of us have lived or continue to live our lives to the fullest. I am reminded of Tertullian, one of the fathers of the church, who says the glory of God is found in a human person fully alive and fully divine. When last did I live my life to the full? When last did I live life as God wanted me to be? When last did you and or I do something for ourselves and never really felt guilty about it? Am I living or am I just existing? And so one of the things that I came to also realize was that it is possible to live life to a ripen age and yet not have lived it to the full. It is possible to go through life, go through experiences without ever grasping the meaning of our own existence, the meaning of our own lives. And so Peter goes and he looks at his life, he looks at his endeavors, and he looks at his tries, and he looks at, at, at all that he has wanted to achieve, and he can only say honestly to himself and to God, we have worked hard, but there are no results. But there's something I love in Peter. He knows his own limitations. He knows his own struggles. He knows his own stumbling blocks but is able to trust God. And that's what I think is the most important thing in life. There are certain things and probably a number of things that I can never achieve in life, let alone on my own. I can never do those things. But the ability to trust someone else, the ability to trust God allows us to achieve and to rise above our own limitations. And so Peter says, at your word, I will lower the nets. At your word, I will work at this relationship. At your work, I will give of my best. At your work, at your word, I am prepared to forgive. At your word, I am prepared to let go. At your word, I am prepared to work on my healing. At your word, I am prepared to be reconciled. At your word, I am prepared to go back home. What are the things that we look into and we realize that we have failed? Are there people in life that we have failed? Sometimes we go through experiences and because things are beyond our own control, we may fail people that we love the most. And sometimes we are left with a sense of guilt. And sometimes we are left feeling ashamed. We are left feeling all alone. And we feel unworthy to go back. And at times we are even afraid to go back and to be reconciled with those people. 
Because we know deep down that we have failed not only them, but we have also failed ourselves. Can we have the courage, like Peter, to say, at your command, at your word, I will try again. The other aspect, though, how many people have failed you? Are we willing to accept them with their failures? Or are we going to sit down in judgment and be angry and dismiss them? You know, there's an English saying, you know, do not judge a person unless you have been able to walk in their shoes, at least for two miles. Life is difficult and quite a number of people are struggling in life. So yes, you may have been hurt. Yes, you may have been ignored. Yes, you may have been forgotten. Yes, you may have been dealt differently or badly by life. But is there a room for me to accept someone else? Is there room for me to forgive? Is there room for me to let bygones be bygones? Is there room for me to work at a relationship? Is there room for me to work at reconciling myself with that person that has harmed me. And this is what I think the Lord is asking of us when he asks us to lower the nets. He asks us to go to the deep. He asks us to go to where we would rather not go. Maybe there are people in our lives that we have shut out and down and we've said, I want nothing to do with you. And we probably have said, I don't want you to talk to me. I don't want you to visit me. I don't want you to do anything for me. Maybe there are people that we've blocked out of our own lives. That there are people that we despise and we hate with everything that we have. But Jesus is asking us to go to the dip, to lower the nets, to hope for something big. And on our own, we cannot do it. But with God, we can do it. Like St. Paul, we can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My brothers and sisters, as we look at our own lives, as we look at our own failures, at our own inadequacies, at our own failings, let's turn to God, knowing that he, as he helped Simon Peter, he will also be able to help us. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.